the ricochet effect, ricochet effect like In conversation with no moderation, love to the communities, the ricochet effect. Having conversation with no moderation, love to the communities, the ricochet effect. Having conversation with no moderation. Hi, this is Renee Cobb, and I'm Dr. Abini Elamine, and we are with the ricochet effect. This is Renee Collins Cobb, and this is the Ricochet Effect. And I have I am Dr. Vinnie Mead, and we have an amazing studio guest this evening. <laughs> well, my name is Ian Dali Castillo. Um, I'm an artist here in Lexington, first generation Latino. That's about it, I guess. I don't know. Oh, there is so much more than that. <laughs> yes. What's the background? Give us the scoop. Oh goodness, the background. Where are you from? Well, I'm born and raised in Lexington, Kentucky. My parents are from Mexico, two different parts. Well, I'll tell you, you, like, you might have been all over, but maybe not where my dad's from. So he is from a tiny, tiny, tiny town called Maravatio. What's the biggest city next by it? Probably Michoacán. No, we don't know that one. What's the next big, big city? <laughs> <laughs> and my, my mother, you might have heard of it, Guadalajara, so she's from oh, Tafteo. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. So, you know, he's from nowhere. My mom's from a rather large city. <laughs> And now we're here. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, so you're part of the Urban Art Collective. And uh, Dr. Elamine, what do you have to say about his work? How did you find out about the Urban Art Collective? Good question. One of my friends whose father works in radio sent me a link to your all's application and was like, hey, you might like this, you know, check it out. And I checked it out and I saw that you are all about like inclusivity and just like it just really seemed like something that aligned with my own personal like morals, yes. I guess is the right word, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. goals. And I was like, okay, well, I'll send an application and see what happens. So currently we have an art gallery at LexArt. So just know that um, we've got some more projects coming online with LexArts as well as other art galleries. So we definitely are super happy to have you as part of the Urban Art Collective. So what other projects are you working on currently? So currently I am in four galleries at the moment. Urban Art Collective, Dia de los Muertos, Prohibition, and Latino Art Blend. I hope, these are kind of like my dream projects, I hope to have a solo show by next year, and then I hope to set up my own like group show with an art group that I'd like to spearhead maybe late next year. But apart from that, projects would be just kind of creating more opportunities for Latinos and just younger audiences and like kids who might not have the resources to be able to do art. So I've been trying to partner with the Northside Public Library to do workshops, as well as just working on my own art to really get it out there. What are some other ideas for how to cascade the Latino culture across Central Kentucky, but certainly Lexington, Kentucky? I would say really it's just putting it out there at the moment, because there's a very strong Latino presence, but I feel like we kind of stick to our own little corner. And like, yeah, all of the Latinos and especially Lexington, like everybody kind of knows each other, you know, but it's not just like knowing all the other Latinos. It's also about knowing like everybody in Lexington and having a larger voice. And thankfully I've been able to see that as I've grown up since I did grow up here in Lexington, like the Latino festival 
downtown has grown and now it's like a monthly thing and there's just so many more events with that like the latino art blend that's also grown and i'm very thankful for that but i still think there's a long way we can go to where there's that respect and that kind of like presence that i think we could have I'm a big believer that people have the answer. So, like, what's the answer to that? How do we do that as a community? How do we support you in the arts and in your humanity? I would say, really, it's just about... It would be about kind of having that space and that equal chance for, like, a young, up-and-coming, like, Latino artist to have, like, the same chance as, like, you know, maybe somebody who's not Latino and has a little less melanin and people are like, oh, well, his family has money, so let's give him the chance instead of this other guy, even though maybe we could both have the same product, but maybe, you know, different backgrounds. So I think it's having that chance and having the opportunity, which is like circles back to why I want to do those workshops for like young artists. And we would provide that resources and opportunity and kind of show them how they can get their art out there and that that's a viable resource. So one of the questions that we asked several of our artists, if not all, yes, all is of them. like, what is your soul passion? Like, you know, you know, I want to ask that question truly. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's at the root of the matter. But how did you get your start in the arts? Hmm, my soul passion. Um, overactive imagination. One. <laughs> I <laughs> no, like it. Um, I would say that. Yes. Um, but I also just kind of grew up surrounded by lots of different cultures and lots of different types of arts, whether it's my mother's dancing or my brother's illustrations or my uncle's paintings or just outside of my own culture, different art representations and cultures and kind of seeing how everybody has something to convey and to show. And so then from there, I look at myself and I say, well, what do I have that is special? And for me, I would say it's my art. So I try to express my art, which if you've seen my art, you can tell it's pretty personal. It's pretty raw. And it's basically just taking everything that's in my head and then putting it on a canvas. Well, I think it's highly interesting. So if you've never seen an Ian Costello piece, um, you, you should definitely do that. And you have lots of opportunities. <laughs> right. It's like you're very busy. However, you know, when I see your art I do see that Latino experience and so it's refreshing to hear that you were born in Lexington Kentucky but have retained so much of the culture in in your art how were you able to able to do that my mother for sure <laughs> my mother my father uh, just really my family I would say one thing about Latinos specifically Mexicans for me we're all about the family you know it's like I'm never not gonna be there for my family and they're never not gonna be there for me i hadn't seen one of my cousins in years saw him at the restaurant he works at and he gave me my like my food for free so i would definitely say my family they don't let me forget my roots we're very proactive and like active within our community whether it's going to events from dia de los muertos since i was a kid or dressing up like catrinas or like a chowdo because I do that frequently because my mother forces me <laughs> and I'm like no I don't want to dress up but you know she's my mom I can't she's say no <laughs> can't say no um but I would definitely say just being intact with your roots knowing and acknowledging where you come from and how to kind of give back to that so I acknowledge that my family has sacrificed and worked so hard for me to be where I am today and I'm extremely thankful for that 
And so I view it as my responsibility for me to set that up and to show how hard they have worked for other people. Well, we are so thankful that you've stopped in here this evening and shared your story with us and also shared your passion and where all that passion comes from. And we are so glad that all of you all have tuned in to The Ricochet Effect. Well, we've come to the close of another amazing podcast. I'd like to thank our listeners. I'd like to thank our guests. And as we say here at WKY, we can't do it without our community. And just keep in mind that DEIB is the DNA of humanity. The vision of Project Ricochet is to find practical solutions that assist minority youth who are prone to antisocial behaviors while discovering positive and productive lifestyle alternatives. An overarching goal of Project Ricochet is to work and communicate in genuine ways with existing organizations and groups which have a similar focus as we do. Our programming is distinctive because it provides development opportunities for community and economic empowerment. It's the Ricochet Effect, Ricochet Effect. It's the Ricochet Effect, Ricochet Effect.